Live from the Business Radio X studio, welcome to Time Well Spent with Julie Hullett, your source for inspiring stories of busy people who have made more time to do what they love. Now, here's your host, Julie Hullett. Hello, everyone. Today, my guest is Sarah Patton. Sarah is the owner of Social Bliss Events, and they provide exquisite event planning that includes everything from luxury bachelorette parties, corporate gatherings, high-end weddings, and just about any kind of shindig you would like to have. Sarah also works with several nonprofits and has assisted them with many a gala in town. I've known Sarah a while now, and I can tell you when you meet her, you're instantly impressed with her smile. It is just like a big hug and a physical rush when you get to interact with her. So I hope you get to meet her at some point. Sarah's been with um, Social Bliss Events. She's had it, I should say, for over nine years now and has just expanded her business to include Hill Rentals. And we're going to get to that in a bit. Welcome, Sarah. Good morning, Julie. Thanks for having me on. It's such an honor. Well, thank you for joining us. And I'm glad you're here. And I want to talk about how your business has grown along with Nashville. But before that, you're from West Tennessee, Union City. What was it like growing up in a small town like that? Small town living. Um, I loved it growing up. And I actually was back this weekend for Father's Day to visit. So it's always nice to go home. Um, I always tell people I went K through 12. So kindergarten through 12th grade with 89 people. So if that kind of tells you how small (laughs) the town is. (laughs) Everyone, everyone. um, And, you know, so it was it was always good to move to Nashville to meet other people, run into people that I didn't know at the grocery store. Um, So that's the most exciting thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you were growing up in that little town with 89 people, did you think at some point you'd be living in Nashville and running your own business? I never thought I'd be running my own business, but I always knew that I would leave. Um, So I just always knew that there was so much more to explore, not to say I would never go back, but I knew at some point I would leave it, especially most likely for college. Uh, Most people usually go to UT Martin, which is just 10 minutes down the road. And I knew that was not my path in life, um, that I had to go a little further. Um, So I ended up moving um, to Nashville to go to school, but I always knew I would leave, but I didn't know. I had no idea, honestly, what the path um, would look like. Okay. And you did go to Vanderbilt, correct? I did. Yes. I'm a first generation college student. So um, it's something I'm extremely proud of um, to not only go to college and graduate, but also to an Ivy League school. Um, So Mm -hmm. I loved Nashville. I say before it was the it city. Um, So moved here and fell in love with the Nashville and the city that it was then. And then obviously we've seen such an exponential growth. Um, But yeah, I loved it way back when before it was on the map and everybody was coming here. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. And um, I like to say that we've been on warp speed for about the last 10 years, but especially like the last three with all these people moving here and um, obvious changes to landmarks. You know, when I go downtown, sometimes I don't know what street I'm on anymore, which is bizarre. So how would you say that that rapid growth and change has impacted your event business? 
So what I started to notice was probably back in 2012, 2013, I was working downtown at my corporate job and, and friends and colleagues from past jobs and from college would call me or text me and say, Hey, like my colleagues coming into town from Chicago or they're flying in from LA, where's the latest restaurant to go. So I was like, all of these people are starting to kind of flock to our city. This is so interesting. So I was like, who's telling them where to go and what to do. Um, So then I started kind of just keeping a pulse on it. And I was like, can I help people showcase our city and tell them where to go and what to do? So I started seeing that. But then after, yeah, like you said, probably these last three to five years, there has just been I think a few things that attribute to it, the TV show Nashville, Um, I think us getting a few, um, there was an article, I can't remember what year, but I think it was 2015, we were deemed the it city, there was recently a National Geographic article that came out, so I think all of these publications and people saying, oh, there's something more to Nashville than Music City, that we're now a foodie town, that we have an art scene, that we have a growing music scene besides country music. Um, So I think that's also attributing to it um, that people are flocking to our city to see what all we have to offer because so many people just thought it was this little country bumpkin town um, and we just had Broadway. But yeah, the neighborhoods are growing and evolving and it's it's super awesome to see. So I'm assuming then that your phone never stops because you're providing value to people that want to come here and experience it. And I mean, when I go to another city, it's kind of initially like shooting in the dark. You kind of have to figure out or at least make a good contact to figure out what you're going to do while you're there. Um, So all these different events you put on, what is your favorite type of event to do? People ask me that all the time, and I don't have a favorite um, because what we do is we get to celebrate life and festivities and the biggest celebrations. So whether it's a baby shower, we're celebrating sometimes their first child, sometimes their fourth child. Um, It just depends. Or it's a wedding day and a union of two people coming together. Um, I don't have an all-time favorite. There are things that I love about each of them, but I don't have a favorite event. I just love celebrating with people and being able to just um, bring that joy into their lives and um, help just make the event smooth so that they can enjoy the day. That's why people hire us is so that everything goes smoothly and they can enjoy friends and family and that day and not be rushing around setting up tables and, you know, all the behind the scenes stuff that happens. I know, you know, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that's like allowing them to be in the moment. You use the term creating joy when you describe your business. I love that. Is there a point where you transitioned from putting on, or can you identify a point where you transitioned just from putting on events to creating joy, or has that always been the same for you? Yeah, that's something that we do from the very beginning. So um, just last week, we had honestly, six new prospect meetings with clients. And the first thing that we do, whether it's a team meeting, whether it's a client meeting, is we always start off with a win. So we set the intentions and just asking them, what's something good that's happened in your life? Because all of us are busy professionals. We're running from meeting to meeting and things are happening. So we just always try to take those moments to create joy um, in their lives. Um, And so if it's anything from a simple planning meeting that you could think could be super monotonous and it's day in and day out, but we're always looking for those times that we can celebrate. Um, So even just that simple pause, um, we always try to build into the wedding day to have time where just 
um, the two can get together and just enjoy a moment together. You're like, we've been planning for nine months. We want you to go and see the room before anyone else. We want you to enjoy your meal together. Um, so we always are trying to find those moments. Um, oftentimes we'll have the, if it's a social event, um, like a baby shower or something like that, we'll have the couple come before anybody arrives just so they can take the moment in um, wow. and see everything. So we just are always looking for ways that we can celebrate the joy um, of whatever moment that they have going on. Well, that's just beautiful. And, and I'm sure it shows in all the events you do, you know, people can, that's authentic. So people really experience that. That's excellent. In some things I've read about you, you describe yourself as a difference maker. And I, you've just described great ways that you do that in your business. Um, but I also kind of think that spills over into your personal life, having spent time with you off the clock. Um, what, can you share a little bit here about your mentoring program? Yeah, so I love... Um just being a light, <laughs> you know, everyone is walking through different situations that you may never know about. So we just love um, showing up. Uh, one of the things that I pride myself on and love, but my parents are biracial. So my mom's white, my dad's black. Mm -hmm. And so I've always been a bridge builder and a connector in life um, for two different groups that haven't always seen eye to eye and don't always see eye to eye. Um, but it's such a privilege and honor that I get to always see from both sides. And that goes with any differences. So a few years ago, we started um, a community called Creative Souls Tribe and specifically bringing different women together um, for that reason. So I saw Nashville was very siloed. And so you had different groups operating in different um, segments of Nashville. And so I said, why aren't all of these people talking? And I know, Julie, you're a connector as well. And so just started bringing people together. Um, we ended up closing Creative Souls in 2020, but it was such a beautiful time. And people still are friends now that met during um, that season of life. But as I told the ladies back in 2020, when we closed, that um, my love for empowering women is still going to continue. It's just going to look a little different now. Um, so it's been really cool to kind of shift that now into social bliss and help empower my team as we're growing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we just had one of the girls on the team buy her first house and she's so excited. So we all got to champion um, with her around that. And I was like, don't worry, we have plenty of work <laughs> for you. <so. laughs> well, that's um, great. When yeah. I, I love the perspective that you get to see things from both sides, you know, other people would look at it completely differently. So that is just so refreshing. That's excellent. Uh, reminder, friends, I am talking with Sarah Patton, who's the owner of Social Bliss Events here in Nashville. So recently, Sarah, you added Hill Rentals to the mix. Now, tell us how that came to be. Yeah, as everything that has happened in my life, it's kind of burst out of a need. Um, so what we're seeing, especially after coming out of the pandemic and life kind of reopening, mass mandates lifting, um, is that everyone is celebrating. I don't care if it's a baby shower, they turned 17 months, people are celebrating anything and everything, <laughs> butterfly day, whatever it is. Um, and so the rental companies, I talked to one of the rental companies recently and they were having about 90 events per weekend. Wow. So what that is saying is that they are very full, very busy. Um, so when our clients are having their parties or wanting to rent maybe one champagne wall or two champagne walls or something, um, very nominal in the scale of like a big wedding or something like that. Um, and so what's happening is that one item that may cost $150, $200, but then you're having to add on a very significant um, delivery charge because mm -hmm. the companies are so busy 
So we found that we could kind of create those things um, in-house. So we have a builder and we're able to then give that same experience, that same um, level of excellence to our clients, but keep it kind of in-house. It met their need. And then they're able to not have to, um, we priced out an event in Memphis and delivery was $480 one way. So you can see how just cutting that out of the budget um, saves our clients so much money. And so we extend um, the discounts, obviously, to our social bliss of clients. But then we've started renting out to other people who aren't social bliss clients. So it's been really exciting to add that kind of along um, the journey. Brilliant. That's just brilliant. And such a need. I know myself, um, you're on a wait list often and it's just different when there's such a demand, I mean, I remember during the pandemic, you know, two events and I had no trouble getting anything. And now it's sort of like good luck. So that's brilliant on your part. You manage a lot of chaos, I guess I would call it in your professional life. And I also know that you have a social life. So what's a typical day like for you these days? Um, so a typical work day, I usually get up around six ish. Um, and so I try to get started to work. Um, I still try to keep the nine to five hours. Obviously sometimes that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, but I try to kind of stick to those to keep myself very focused. Um, sometimes when you work those really long days, I'm like, I'm not as productive (laughs) as I can be. So I try to build in a lunch hour, but in the mornings, obviously starting with emails, Um, One of the things I've done this year is really batch my time. So Tuesdays and Thursdays are actually meeting days Mm -hmm. um, and days where I get, you know, actually do face-to-face meetings and things like that. Um, So really working on my schedule, batching it has really helped. Um, Wednesdays, I don't take any meetings at all. It's a big internal day, or yeah, internal day for me. Mondays, we have team meetings. um, And then oftentimes Fridays are then event days. So we keep that day really light, keep some marketing and things like that. Um, but it's really helped to kind of stay focused on what day it is as well. Thursdays, we do check-in days with our clients so that they know like they're going to get some type of update on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just helps set expectations for everyone. My team knows what the days are. My clients know they're going to hear from us. If not anything else on Thursday, they'll have some type of update. So really scheduling my days out has been really good. Um, In the evenings, I try to only take two networking events a week. Okay. Um, if possible. So um, June has been a little busier than I'd like it to be. So I'm looking forward to July (laughs) coming around. Um, But yeah, just knowing when and I can tell when my schedule is getting a little full, making sure um, when we don't have events, I take the weekends off. Um, I'm very transparent with that with our clients as well and set them up like, hey, I don't work 24-7. I don't want to work 24-7. So neither do you. Um, And then we also, something I do is get ahead of. So when I have vacation or time off coming up, I tell my clients at least a week or so in advance to just let them know, hey, I'm going to be out of the office these dates. So if you need anything from me, please go ahead and get it to me because I won't be responding to emails or it may be really slow depending on what area I'm in. But um, those are just some things that really help with scheduling. That's great. Um, So you are able to turn it off at 530 theoretically, or when you go on vacation, you can truly go off the grid. 
Yes. And unplug. Like I said, sometimes this month has been a little later into, <laughs> into the night, but um, yeah, normally I try to kind of stay between those nine to five, at least nine to seven. Cause that networking is usually four to six or five to seven window. But after that, I like to come home and unwind and then um, yeah, prepare for another day. Okay. If you woke up tomorrow morning, which is Wednesday, right? Yes. Because you're the badge girl. You know what day it is. <laughs> <often don't. laughs> um, and you did not have one thing, not one thing on your calendar. Now, I know that's highly unlikely, but let's pretend. What would you do all day long? Oh, all day long. Let's see. I would wake up. First off, if I didn't have anything on my calendar, I wouldn't set my alarm the next morning. There's just something about waking up with no alarm. Um, I'll still wake up early, but there's just something about waking up at your own time. Um, Then I would head to Radnor Lake. Um, I'd probably come back and cook breakfast. I eat eggs almost every single morning. Um, They're one of my favorite foods. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I look forward to breakfast. And then I would um, probably go to the pool, go get a massage. I would just have a relaxing day, meet some friends for lunch. Um, but yeah, I would just combine it with the things that I love to do, um, a relaxing day. And then also the people that I love the most. You think you could do that before the end of 2022? I have one of those days. Yeah. Oh yes. (laughs) Okay. Good answer. I'm proud of you. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I try to have those days at least a couple times a month. So <laughs> excellent. Well, that is great. That means you're taking care of yourself. So you provide better care for others, right? Yes. I think um, I'd like to ask you one more question and then we'll move to our lightning round, which I love. Um, in all of this in your journey, because you've described some different things, what do you think you have learned about yourself? I would say that I've learned that I have, um, yeah, man, perseverance. So even on the hard times, as you talked earlier, having just two events during the pandemic, that was a time that you really had to get focused um, on what really mattered and why you're doing your job. Um, so for me, it was a time to reflect on what I love. Um, so I would just say that perseverance of even during the hard times, I would say my positivity, I've just learned that I have an exuberant amount of joy um, that most people don't. So honestly, from the time I open my eyes in the morning, I'm ready to go. I'm this excited all of the time. Obviously, I have my bad days too, um, but this is just a gift that the Lord's given me that I'm just so full of joy all of the time. Um, And it really comes in handy when you're in very fast paced, chaotic days um, of events. Um, And then let's see, the third thing I would say is that I just really move in peace too. Um, So I would just say that I have a very calming presence. Um, As you know, Julie, on event days, everyone's looking to you. So if you're not calm, then no one else is calm. So if you're freaking out, everyone else is going to freak out. So I think just being able to operate and walk in just a very calming and peaceful um, way to speak to people in a very loving and calm way, even when things are chaotic. I think those are some of the things that have really gotten me through those challenging times. And just knowing that when you're in a challenging time, that there's um, an amazing abundance coming on the other side. Excellent. So perseverance, joy, and peace. That's just a magic formula. It is a gift and it's a gift that you give to people you interact with. So I'm very, I'm very thankful that our paths have crossed. Okay. Let's move to the lightning round. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Window or aisle? Oh, window. 
Dinner in or dinner out? Dinner out. Staycation or vacation? Vacation. Introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. (laughs) Like I have to ask. Mountains or beach? Beach. And if you had a time machine, what decade would you visit? Oh, I think I would go in the future because I'd Uh, like to see, (laughs) I'd like to see how things pan out, what's going on. And then is there anything we need to do to tweak when I come back? So, or to just kind of, okay, prepare myself for what's ahead. So I think I'd go in the future. Taking those social bliss events to the next level, right? Yes. All right. Well, again, Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. I'm glad you're with us. Um, To wrap up now, where can our listeners connect with you online, please? Yeah, so they can go to our website, which is socialbliss-events.com. And Instagram is another great way to find us. So at Social Bliss Events, and then also on Facebook, Social Bliss Events. So we love connecting with new people um, and just building a community online, um, sharing the things that are happening, the behind the scenes. So come say hello. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. And now I'd like to close out the show with a tip. Have you ever heard of nothing time? Well, if you haven't, let me fill you in. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's the act of doing nothing. That means no scrolling on Instagram, no watching TV, just doing absolutely nothing. Now, while that may seem unproductive, nothing time reduces stress and could improve your happiness. In our busy world, we so rarely take time to be alone and listen to our thoughts. If the idea of nothing is stressing you out now, you can start with a simple five-minute meditation or coloring page. Let your mind wander and listen to your thoughts. As Ralph Marston said, enjoy doing nothing and you can enjoy doing anything. When you take this time to yourself, you'll immediately feel refreshed and relaxed and ready to tackle whatever the world throws at you. And thank you all for listening. If you have questions about the program, please connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I answer all messages. We will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Time Well Spent with Julie Hullett. This show is brought to you by Julie Hullett Concierge, LLC a personal concierge service in Nashville, Tennessee. Learn more at juliehullet.com.